Hello and welcome back to episode 20 of The Slowdown. I'm Mariam DeGroof, an essential oil educator and integrative nutrition health coach from Canada. And joining me is my co-host, Kim Nelson, writer and creative meditation teacher all the way from Belgium. Indeed, hello. And today's topic is slowing down to protect our well-being. It's a really interesting topic with uh, things rapidly changing and then changing again. (laughs) Um, We have lots of different things occurring in our lives. Some are back to school, some are not. Some people are heading back to work. In Antwerp, there is now a curfew from 11.30 p.m. till 6 p.m. So there's lots of changes happening. Very true. And uh, I felt it today in Antwerp. I felt the fear. And, you know, I I cycle on my bike every day. And um, it's not mandatory to wear a mask when you're riding a bicycle. And I wasn't wearing one today. I do when I'm usually walking around or going to supermarket. But I stopped at the traffic light and straight away, the woman on the bike's bicycle next to me started shouting at me to wear a mask. And um, that threw me because the, her response to me obviously came from fear. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I put my mask on after that because, you know, I don't want to be, you know, upsetting people. Uh, but it, it is a bit weird to be wearing a mask when you're on your bicycle, I have to say. Outside. Um, outside with no one near you yeah I know and then uh, you know I met um, a friend of mine who works in fashion she works in a fashion shop and she said there's 70% decrease in customers today so that just shows what's happening and um, it's having a knock-on effect on everyone and and me too you know Um, and there's this overwhelming desire for me to protect my well-being and the word protect is, is not something I've ever said about my well-being before, but I do feel that I need to protect it. Yeah, I, feel I agree. Like. I agree. I think there's just so much um, fear, anxiety and uncertainty that it's throwing people um, for six. <laughs> and I think uh, here we are moving into phase three of... Um, the plan (laughs) I don't know how many phases there are Um, but phase three means that things like indoor dining um, libraries clubs bars um, pretty much most indoor spaces will now be opened up and it's thrown a lot of people into this um, deep kind of deep-rooted fear that they have that when once this starts it's going to then send us into the second wave of um, COVID-19 and with this I think people have just spiraled a little bit back to maybe where they were back in March or April time Um, and so I think it's a real good time to kind of check in with yourself and Mm. look at where that fear and anxiety is both physically and mentally because oftentimes um, that emotional um fear and anxiety can manifest in physical symptoms too um like tummy ache lower back pain um tension migraines things like that um and i just want to share um something that i found quite useful from um an organization called we.org 
Um, they have a whole bunch of uh, resources for people who want to kind of look at their own health and well-being and that of their family and friends. And they have a lot of free resources that you can download. It's called they call it playbooks. Um, so they have things like um, they have little short things that you can download, like remembering basics, tackling challenges, um, 10 ways to lift the mood, how to be your own best friend, um, just lots of things like that. And they have um, some links to like helplines and mental health associations. Um, and I just wanted to read um, to, to give you their tips that they give for um, 10 ways to lift your mood um, which I think are quite useful and and quite in line with what we kind of promote here um, at the slowdown and so number one pour yourself a cup of tea um, mm. so when when tea becomes a ritual it takes its place at the heart of our ability to see greatness in small things and that's a quote by novelist Muriel Barbary um number two turn up the beats um so put on a playlist and get moving and dancing um cue the funny so laughter as we've mentioned before releases dopamine which can lift um our mood and reduce stress so things that you can do are um put on a youtube video um watch some stand-up comedy and just try to look for some laughter um, find some quiet so turn off your alerts on your phone um, power down early um, like turn your phone off in the evening just so that you are um, not always connected to info um, seek the beauty so in one UK study researchers found that looking at beautiful art increases blood flow to the brain if you can if you can't get to an art gallery create a digital one on your laptop or your phone I think that's a great one. It is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pack a snack is number six. Plan ahead when you know you'll be on the go. Eating regularly, especially snacks with fiber, protein and healthy fats can prevent a dip in blood sugar, um, which can help um, those uh, feelings that come up, the hangry feelings. Um, press pause. If you need a minute to kind of um, regroup, reground, just take a minute if it's going out for a short stroll or taking a minute away from your laptop or a meeting or um, the company that you're in, just take that moment for yourself. Um, number eight is smell the roses. Aromatherapy can influence mood. Um, lavender is known to reduce stress. Citruses boost the mood and peppermint can also boost the mood, but you can experiment with different smells. Um, discover the pet effect so dogs cats horses pets of all kinds are used in therapy with children students and seniors and veterans um it's a great way to kind of reduce that stress and look after your mental and um emotional well-being and then number 10 which i really love is do a good deed um studies have shown that there is such a thing called the helper's high um and it's basically that physical effect of helping somebody um, is really great for your sense of well-being. So give someone a helping hand. So those are some great tips for ways to lift the mood and kind of look after your well-being. Definitely, that's great. I'm, I'm finding that I'm having to elevate my well-being with new things. And I think that is a good way to protect your mental health 
Yeah. Um, I've gone all sort of warrior-esque in, you know, <laughs> imagining this protective shield over myself and safeguarding my physical, mental and emotional well-being. Um, yeah. Because all these outside forces, you know, it can feel like spears being thrown into your mental health. Yeah, I so, love that. Yeah. I, mean, I, love the, I love the word enhance. I think it's just so elevate, sorry, elevating your mental health is mm, great. So uh, there are a few things that I've discovered. Um, I've, I've been feeling a lot of frustration and I don't think yoga or meditation really hits the sides when I'm feeling frustrated. Mm-hmm. It's usually some high intensity workout. And I've discovered uh, or rediscovered contemporary dance, which I used to do in my 20s. But there's a teacher on Instagram called Ryan Heffington. He's um, a really good choreographer. Um, And it's a fun dance workout. So I'm finding that's really helping me. Mm -hmm. Um, All these online courses that are happening, I've had a real reluctance. You know, as a teacher, I prefer, you know, the face-to-face proper classes. But uh, I decided to investigate a meditation workshop online to see how that was working. So I joined in and the meditation wasn't really doing much for me. But what I did find interesting on Zoom was um, the breakout rooms that they did. So they asked a question and then they put, um, you know, a small group of people in breakout rooms. Do you know how Zoom works, Marianne? I have just experienced my first breakout room in Zoom (laughs) this week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me too. And what I discovered, it wasn't the meditation that was helping people. It was that connection with other people. And people started openly talking about their feelings. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, And one thing I've also noticed about myself is that I'm resorting a lot to coffee. Mm. Um, And uh, during the lockdown, I made a point of um, having naps. So now I've introduced naps again because the coffee I was drinking was was a bit over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes, it's listening to my body again when it's when it's tired, not resorting to a whole cafeteria of coffee. It's mm-hmm. OK. A 20 minute nap. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are the new things that I am doing to elevate my well-being. Yeah. I think I think it goes back to that um, the episode that we did on. Uh, kind of deconstructing your cravings right and sometimes that chocolate cookie (laughs) or biscuit (laughs) isn't really what you want more you're more often looking for comfort or um yeah comfort or connection to something and so really looking at those cravings or that thing that you're doing and seeing if there's something if there's a deeper meaning behind that um so yeah for you it's interesting that you because it's quite two opposite things right caffeine you expect to give you that boost of energy to keep you going whereas um in reality you you take a nap so it's it's listening to your body and not giving yourself that fa- that false um caffeine high boost and it's taking the nap and being re-energized exactly yeah i love yes. that and you feel much better after a nap you know, that's the natural way to get yourself more awake, I yeah. say. Yeah. 
you know, I think people are also feeling fatigued by defining what this new normal is. And I was reading the other day about defining normality. And it was saying in this article that many people assume we start with an idea of what is normal and then only as an afterthought define what is abnormal. And in this article, it was saying, so what if the exact opposite is the case? So I thought that was an interesting question. So it's basically saying, why do we judge normal to be better than abnormal? And then I was reading further. I I'm, I'm, seem to be obsessed about reading about definitions of what is normal. Um, and it said we should revel in the discomfort of the current moment to generate a new paradigm. So not a new normal. And I thought that was really interesting. And I thought, yeah, I could work with that. Yeah. You know, I think it's just different ways of addressing a situation. So although the outside, you know, we're wearing masks and everything, I'm realizing that actually I want to bring some normality in my life. So the things that I class as normal, so for example, first thing in the morning, meditation, I do my yoga. So I've done my normal bit of the day. So if the rest of the day becomes chaotic, I've done a normal thing. Um, So I'm finding that helps me to have some normal normality that I've created Mm -hmm. in this abnormal life that we now have. I think I, I think, yeah, exactly that. And I think that that normal (laughs) quote unquote, I think to me, I I often change that word to grounded, right? Because you want to feel grounded. And so that meditation in the morning or that routine that you've created for yourself helps to ground you and keep you present in that moment and then if things kind of happen in the day that are quote unquote not normal for you you can kind of bring yourself back into that grounded grounded feeling because you've had that routine and that kind of grounding in the morning Mm. It's interesting also, and I don't know if you've done this also, Mary, I'm talking to friends who are back to work. Mm. And so they're really dissatisfied with where they are now and they want things to change. They're kind of, you know, dissatisfied with the life. They're going back to the life that they were in before, but obviously it's different. So there's a, a lot of unrest now, I think, with people going back to the jobs they had before and realizing that actually this is not what I want. Yeah. And I think um, also the same unrest with sending your children to school. <laughs> it's uh, it's been it's been quite a, a journey, right, for people who have had their kids home. And then I think for you for you guys in Belgium, you sent your kids to school. I think for about a week and a bit or two weeks. It was a bit longer for uh, younger children, so they went okay. to school. I think um, for about five weeks, and then the older children. They went two weeks before the summer holidays. It's kind of yeah. lost the time, really. Exactly. And I think that kind of just then jogs you back out of that routine, that new routine that you've created into a different routine, and then you're back into the routine. And so I think that's caused a lot of unrest here. And uh, here we have, um, there's no, there's been no confirmed way of schooling right now for September. So a lot of parents are mm. trying to fun in the summer whilst still being fully aware that their children might not actually go to school in the summer uh, in September and then if they don't go to school or if they go to school part-time like how are they going to cope especially if they've gone back to work or um, is their work going to allow them to stay at home and so there's a lot of there's a lot of unrest behind that too and I think I think we 
have to embrace the the not knowing <laughs> the unknown yeah but I like the term that you use grounded because I think we you know we do have a choice of the language we use to describe this situation yeah. and in what speaks to us I like that I might even use that grounded yeah <laughs> you know, reality is under construction basically yeah and it's us to create one that inspires us and the words right. and the language we use especially in front of our our children yeah exactly exactly um I would like to ask how you've been using your time since uh the pandemic started because I think a lot of people um I think it's good for, for people to know that how other people spend their time not in a I've been doing this kind of thing but also in knowing that there's a bit of solidarity and some days are hard and other days are good and um and just just to kind of touch on that yeah I think uh for me core thing is a routine mm-hmm. um with everything going on outside like we now have to wear masks it's mand- mandatory to wear masks all the time now and I keep forgetting so I was outside having a cup of tea outside a cafe and then I went briefly inside to use the bathroom and then I got shouted out to use a mask so things like it's just you know remembering these things but if I can keep my routine at home so getting enough sleep and waking up at a reasonable time and but also making sure that I have my own self-care routine because Mm -hmm. When times like this, when you do feel unsettled, you kind of focus on the unsettledness. Mm-hmm. So if I can find ways to relieve that, um, then I will. Also, I've trained, changed the way I dress. So I'm cheering myself up with bright colours. Mm. Um, that me is, too. That is help. Yeah. I think Yellow. that really helps. <laughs> I mean, yeah, red for me. Um and then I just, it's so important to do the exercise in the morning. Like I say, the rest of the day could be chaotic. Mm-hmm. So the morning, even if I don't feel like it, it's exercise for me. Um, and going outside, I mean, now people are going out less. Um, we're expecting another lockdown in, a, in Antwerp. So people are starting to be scared again. But I need that going out. I need to... Um, feel a little bit normal you know um and to to create an environment some normal things for my kids because you know we can focus too much on the abnormal and things that are different for us um I'm making sure that I reach out to people when I'm feeling down that's really important we often want to lock ourselves away and not speak to anyone and not not um you know put our mood on that person but that helps to uplift us if we can just share and it makes you feel so much better um moods are very changeable aren't they especially now and although you know we're supposed to be in this new normal and expected that we should be back to normal there's still a lot of people feeling unsettled and I'm one of those people Mm -hmm. um and I'm focusing on settling myself are you doing mm-hmm. the same? I'm doing exactly the same. And I think uh, I think even more so because, as you know, we, we've moved to a different country. And so that feeling of settledness has definitely not arrived yet. Mm. <laughs> and um, it's been it's been quite a journey, uh, you know, moving to one province and then moving to a different province and then this kind of happening. And I hadn't my feet hadn't kind of touched the ground yet. And then this this happened and so 
for me it was a lot about kind of creating new habits that um that I wanted to to be sustainable for me and so one of them was um and so yeah I come from a very uh health a holistic kind of background and so um things like having breakfast and not skipping meals has been quite a, an easy thing to do when you're kind of rushing around and um, like waking up at different times. And so for me, I wanted to really focus on like bringing in new habits and new routines that would help me live um, like a healthier lifestyle. Mm. Um, so what, I mean, so one thing that I realized that I was doing prior to this happening was I was the because I'm not working uh, like a paid job because <laughs> motherhood is a job um, I found that I was you know dropping the kids off to school dropping Nils off to work sometimes uh, go into an appointment and I'd realize that I've fed everyone else but I'm kind of left till the end and so by the time I, I was having breakfast it was easily like 10 11 11 30 that's and terrible it, yeah I know and so for somebody who is uh you know an in, a nutrition health coach it's really bad and so I realized that that's what I had started doing and it was starting to make me feel really crappy because then when you're eating breakfast at that time when do you have lunch and then when you've had lunch late then when do you have dinner and so it was this kind of knock-on effect of like um like when I was doing what and so I am, you know, initially I was like, okay, we're all home and it's it's a really slower pace. We don't have to get up, rush, get dressed, take someone here, take someone there, attend this appointment. And so I really started to focus on our breakfast and kind of having that as a routine. And I did that for like a week and then I kind of started slowly um, introducing other things. And I've had a few hormonal issues, one, because I don't have a thyroid anymore. And two, I was... Um, I diagnosed last year with adrenal dysfunction and so I really wanted to kind of try and balance my hormones so I've just been using this new normal new opportunities as time to kind of work on those habits and creating a routine for myself and kind of trying to feel grounded and get enough sleep and um, re realize when I'm tired or overdoing it and kind of stepping back a bit and in turn, I've been able to kind of balance a lot of my hormones, which has led to an, an increase of energy, a lot more clarity in kind of what I want to do and and as a bonus, um, some weight loss. And I'm not going to boast about that because I know a lot of people have struggled with that within Corona and <clears throat> and eating. And so I don't want to be like, oh, here's me. I've lost a lot of weight. I just for me, it was really about the initial thing of balancing my hormones and 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 this has given me that time because I'm not rushing in everyday life and I don't want to go back to that 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 old normal of of rushing and having to be here and having to be there and dropping one kid off here and one kid off there and one husband there and it's for me I've really enjoyed it and it but it has been hard and there's been times where the kids drive me bonkers and spending too much time with Nils has driven me a bit crazy and uh, the extrovert in me wants to just run outside and talk to everyone <laughs> everyone passing by mm. um, and so it you know it comes with highs and lows and just um a, a, a note to say it's it's okay to have those highs and lows and be gentle with yourself and 
try to find ways that you can feel grounded. And if that means sitting cross-legged on the floor and omming, or if that's having a dance party in your kitchen, just do it and embrace it and make the most of that, that time. And I think you're right, a lot of people have gone back to work and they're missing this time where they had the opportunities to do what they wanted to do. And um, and for me, it's just been really about focusing on on health and and uh, health and happiness, I guess. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I've been focusing a lot on feeling calm and grounded rather than being pulled down by fear and confusion. So I'm avoiding the news. I don't want to read any more about coronavirus. It's like that's the only thing that's happening in the world. There are other things. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I'm focusing on being mindful and grounded. And there are teachers that I, um, I go to 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 see what they're saying about the situation and how we can feel more grounded is John Kabat-Zinn is a great mindful teacher look him up Tara Brack she's always launching new uh, meditations which also uh, relate to the situation that is now Mm -hmm. so she does meditations which um, uh, focuses on the the current dynamics that we have Brené Brown I'm always referring to I feel that whatever she says um everyone is very relatable um and she's encouraging everybody because there's so many zoom meetings happening so for everybody who is is you know in a zoom meeting for one person that's hosting it is to get everyone to um do a body scan first check in with themselves and give two words on how you feel so mm-hmm. she's not, you know, she's saying, don't say I'm okay. No, real, have some realness. How are you actually feeling? Because probably another person next to you is also feeling the same thing. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the main things probably that this whole pandemic has done for me is to check in more with myself mm. and to be open about how I'm feeling because yeah. I know there are so many other people feeling the same. Yeah. Um, and there's a there's a book that I downloaded recently for free on my Kindle, and it's called The New Normal, a spiritual, metaphysical and common sense take on the 2020 coronavirus emergency and its after effects. Quite a title. Yeah. But um, the author, James Gold Jr., he wrote this during the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very interesting. I haven't finished it yet, but I thought I'd mention it because it's free and it's worth reading. It's mm-hmm. a very short book. Um, and he talks about his own feelings of, you know, what's happening and and the spiritual uh, side, how to connect with your spiritual side during a time like this and using your common sense. I think there's a lot of common sense that has gone out the window right now. I see it here <laughs> as well. Like, I think this whole, um, you know, we have this whole don't go where you shouldn't go a rule and keep your distance and then you go into a supermarket and it's just like packed and you're like okay this this doesn't make sense (laughs) um yeah yeah, I've seen it too I've seen it too um Mm. yeah I just yes people common sense remember your common sense (laughs) and I just want to add one person to your list is um Erin Stutland I've talked about her a few times she's 
Um, she has a program called The Movement. Um, it's a program that you kind of sign up to and you pay a monthly subscription, but she does have freebies on her um, website and her Instagram. But she is she kind of does this movement and mantras, mantras in motion. And so it's all about movement while using um, affirmations about various things. And she do, has done quite a bit on um, feeling grounded during Corona, kind of... Um, dispelling the fear and the anxiety and ways to kind of work through that so she's somebody that um you could look up if you're feeling like you need to move um but you want to kind of move in a different way and she has a couple of um couple of things called the soul stroll and they are awesome they're like 20 30 minute walks or runs or um you can even do it on the treadmill and they're really great affirmations on different topics on feeling grounded on where to begin on feeling stuck um so she's a really good one to look up if you want some movement mm. so i am going to go on to our worst to enlighten yeah. which comes from a man called tom myers he's an osteopath a body-centered stress coach a forward thinker speaker author facilitator of change I haven't finished yet and thought leader on the topic of futurizing yourself so he has a lot of titles to his name he's got a book called futurize yourself um, which you can also download so mm-hmm. he is a good person to listen to I asked him what words does he live by and this was his answer Mind your body before your body reminds you. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> mm, very nice. That is the one that sticks and that comes out straight away. Mind your body before your body reminds you. Mm. The body is the vehicle of all your experiences. Treat it well. Because the, the state, you know, your body feeling changes the way you see the world the way you experience things. And we don't give much attention to that body. It's something that for most people comes with life. No, no, it's the most important thing because everything, all you want to do, all your dreams, all that you can give and receive, it's the body that will do it. The way the body is impacts the way you are going to receive and give so mind your body before your body reminds you what do you think wow so powerful yeah it's so true I think (laughs) I think you realize when something's up with your body that you should have taken care of it in the first place um Mm. yeah definitely I love those words um yeah that gave me shivers that did yeah it's power yeah like you say it's very powerful yeah yeah um and i'm going to do a meditation so today's meditation is about being grounded and connecting with your senses so get yourself comfortable whatever comfortable means to you And just draw your attention towards your breath. That breath will be the thing that relaxes you, that will alleviate stress, 
tension, any aches you feel in your body, just drawing your attention to that powerful breath. Because when you're grounded, you can navigate even the stormiest roads in peace. And that's the intention of this meditation. So contemplate those words for a moment. And just appreciate just being. And being grounded with your senses. Starting with your smell. So start to notice the smell around you. Notice what you can smell in the atmosphere. Just notice the very capability of smelling and how it connects to you. And now notice touch. But I don't mean touching anything. I mean notice how your feet or your legs are touching the floor. Just notice how you are exchanging with the outside. It's that boundary of outside and inside. So just notice how touch is feeling on your body in this moment. Next, notice sound. Maybe you can hear your own breathing. Maybe you can hear things that are further away. Just notice what you can hear. There's an entire soundscape. And now notice taste. Imagine tasting something. Perhaps imagine tasting a cup of tea or coffee after this meditation. Just imagine the warmth of a hot drink sliding down your throat and into the warmth of your tummy. Next, notice sight. So if your eyes were closed, open them. And just notice the quality of being. Just being. It's in that sense of being, which we call well-being. Now feel the warmth in your body. The body might be feeling quite warm now. So feel that warmth in your heart. Feel it radiate out as well-being. Well-being towards yourself. Well-being towards others. And now just rest your attention on your breath and notice it going in and out. And also notice any thoughts that come to mind and just observe them. Just go back to that in and out breath. Think about your definition of grounded. What is being grounded? How could you make your life more grounded, more settled? Think about what you could do in that aspect of your life. And now say to yourself, I am grounded, I am settled, I am at peace. And take those words into your day. And your final thoughts, Mariam. Yeah, I think we, my final thoughts, I embrace, embrace what is happening right now. I think uh, something that I kind of live by is this too shall pass. I think everything passes. So if you're having a difficult time right now, know that it 
isn't always going to be like this. Um, and, and likewise, if you're embracing this uh, time of, of, of reconnection, know that it could also change. So make the most of it. Um, and yeah, find ways to, to, to feel grounded and, um, and things that can give you your new normal and your new routine and assess what's happening in your life. I think that's really important. You know, as you said, check in with yourself and kind of figure out how you're feeling. And then if you don't like what you're feeling, learn, learn some ways to kind of pull yourself out of that. Cause there's so many tools to help you do that nowadays. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them are free. People are offering so many things for free just because they know that money can be an issue right now and and they don't want that to you know kind of hold people back so I think reach out and and kind of find people that can support you in in the in the areas that you need support in yeah um I would also say inspire be inspired to do your own research and come to your own conclusions because we're being fed a lot of negativity and uh, I suggest looking at, let's say, BBC Future is a good uh, website to look at um, because, you know, we're judging normal to be better than abnormal, uh, mm. which is, is quite interesting. And a lot of people don't want to go back to normal again. Um, so look at alternative views to what the media is feeding us. And, yeah, just um, I think you open your mind a lot more when you're not being fed or the, you know, rubbish from newspapers yeah um and just read more books that focusing on i think futurizing yourself is a really good thing to be doing yeah um, it's an awesome term <laughs> yeah it is and i'll be using that yeah um, futurize yourself yes so staying calm and grounded and don't be pulled down by fear and confusion that is a big thing yeah that's a good takeaway And just to add, you can find out more about Tom Myers in our Words to Enlighten the interview, the extended version on Spotify, which is coming out very soon. In the meantime, you can check out his website, which is myastom.weebly.com. And you can find out information about the podcast that he has called What the Future, as well as more about futurizing yourself. In the meantime, you can find out more about The Slowdown on our Instagram page, which is the slowdown underscore podcast. Until next time.